Welcome back to Goodness and Gracious. I'm Renee. And I'm Chrissy. So we started our um, two-part series last yes. time um, on friend- biblical friendship. Um, and we spent some time talking about um, what a biblical friendship is not. Yep. Um, and I think that this time we're going to touch on what uh, a biblical friendship actually is um, according to God's word. Okay. So what a biblical friendship is, there, there are several things. One, it seeks God's standards. First of all, first and foremost, it cannot be what we think it should be. I think that we've spent a lot of time in friendships um, thinking that we're doing things right and we're doing it based on what we think a friendship is, what we think being a true friend is. Wouldn't you say that? Mm-hmm. Um, rest assured. God has laid out in his word what it means to be a friend. Uh, Proverbs 18, 24 says, a man that hath friends must shoe himself friendly. That's rocket science right there. (laughs) Profound. Yes. (laughs) Um, Proverbs 17, 17, a friend loveth at all times. Not only show themselves friendly, but be trustworthy and loyal. Yes. Forgive them, yep. love them. And I guess my biggest thing is don't con if like if they're sinning, right. you can love them, but you do not condone their sin that they're doing. Right. So. I think that's hard for us as friends to to find that fine line. Yeah. You know, are we judging? Are we loving? Are we loving too much? Are we judging too much? You know, it's just hard to find that. I, mm-hmm. I really do. I think that's one of the hardest things. You need to find friends that you get along with and you love to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you find friends who aren't afraid to tell you the truth, even when it hurts. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty big. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, it says Proverbs 27, five through six, open rebuke is better than secret love. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Yes. So the truth should come in love. Yes. And we did. We talked about that when we were um, on our women's weekend, um, mm-hmm. is where this um, friendship uh, podcast kind of bloomed from. Um, we spent some time with some ladies and we had a really good time. And um, I felt there was things on my heart, you know, God placed some things on my heart to share with them um, because we, when we talked about iron sharpeneth iron, mm-hmm. um, when we're together with those people, we should be sharpening. Right. You know, if you're with, if you're with people that aren't sharpening you, I, I'm not so sure that that's what God wants for you. Right. You know, well, it's, it's going to bring you down in the long run. Yes. Really. Yeah. <laughs> if you're around negative people all the time, yes. you're going to be negative. You are exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. And and we don't want to do that. And now there are some times when we have to be around people that are that way in order to be an example to right, them. Right, right. Um, but when you're choosing your friends, your friendships, your closeness that you have with people, um, those types of people, those are the ones that you're going to want to um, make sure that they're sharpening you. Right. Well, a true friend is going to stick with you in the good times, the bad times, the easy times, the hard times, yes. when you agree, when you disagree. Yep. And they love you no matter what. Yeah. And I think sometimes um, a biblical... Um, Going back to the biblical standard, um, God has a standard for friendship. Um, that is, we're not always going to agree on things, right? But love is what matters. Mm-hmm. You know, just because we don't agree on things doesn't mean that we can't love each other. Right. Um, I think that the world sees that differently, though. You know, so um, that's why in biblical friendships they should look different than the worldly friendships mm-hmm. between two worldly people. Um, so it seeks God's standard. Next is patient. 
uh, patience is mm. not glamorous. Not always easy. Yeah. If we um, if we arrive with patience as um, as a known virtue that we have, it um, it's not going to be pretty, and it's often rough, dirty. It's a rough, dirty road that leaves you badly bruised. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what patience is. Yeah, we we like to think that it's glamorous. So is patience and long suffering close to the same thing? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And do you, how do you feel after long suffering? Now, God has a way of making you feel really, you know, making you feel like you've grown in that long suffering. But it wasn't pretty when you were going right, through it. Right. It's not even pretty when you look back on it. You know what I'm saying? But I think that we're yet thankful for it. Um, so you show me a person that said having patience and uh, was glamorous, and I'll show you a person that had never had <laughs> real patience. They thought they were just did, lying. But, yeah, they were just lying. They thought they did, but they really didn't. Um, so you're going to find um, that in the lives of women, there are rarely two women at the same point in their journey. Okay, at the same time, um, they may be having kids at different times, um, getting married at different times. They may have different car- career paths. Maybe one has a career, one doesn't. Um, there, you're rarely going to find two people, even in the best friendships, that uh, two women that are on the same path at right. the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to use, for example, um, Jamie and Rachel. I mean, although Rachel is still, her kids are young, um, Jamie's just having her first one. Rachel's right. had three, you know, <laughs> and that one's cel- celebrating her third birthday today. Yay. Yes. Um, so they're not on the same path, but they are the best of friends. Right. Um, a lot of times women will let this come between them but it doesn't have to. Um, if you long to keep God's standard as your standard, sometimes you have to sit back, sit on the side of the road and wait for that friend to catch up on things. Right. Um, it's not going to kill you to do that. And sometimes you're going to do some learning. Well, I think it goes the same thing with our Christian walk. We're not on. The, and we've talked about it several times. We're not all in the same stages. Right. You know, sometimes right. we do have to kind of just in our Christian walk, we got to maybe stay here, let this person kind of catch up with us so we can kind of maybe go together yeah. or maybe we'll continue to grow. And they're just a lag behind us. That doesn't mean anything. Right. I, I, as long as you're going in the same direction, going in the same direction. That's exactly right. Be, because we want to be for people. Ultimately, we want to be for people what God is calling us to be. Right. Um, and I think that if we look at a friend and say they're not where I am at spiritually or they're not where I'm at in this walk of life that I'm doing, um, then it can't possibly be a, a good thing. And I think that's a that's being selfish. Very, very selfish. Well, to me, you can use it as, okay, I've been here. She's back here. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to mentor her along. Yep. You know, that goes with motherhood, friendship, yes. you know, Christian life, you know, all the above. Right. So. And sometimes, then the next time it's going to be that person. Maybe. Correct. You may be right. mentored by that person. Yes, correct. Um, so I, there's just... You know, there's so many different scenarios that it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, if you long to keep God's standard, um, sometimes you're going to have to to stand back and then sometimes they're going to have to stand back right. and wait for you. Ecclesiastes 4.10, for if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, but woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. This scripture talks about um, someone falling. You know what I'm saying? Not falling from grace, not anything like, but they're right. stumbling. Um, if he has a friend, 
that friend's not stumbling with him. That friend's there to pick him up, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's don't, a perfect... Don't laugh at him. <laughs> don't Listen, I'm going to laugh at you when you fall. Oh, I know you will. Um, and I expect <laughs> that, that you will. Place. I know. I was like, I would expect... If, I would be so heartbroken if you didn't laugh I at me I might just I push fall. you back down. <laughs> just, you laugh at me when I pee myself. You laugh at me when I... Well, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so it seeks God's standards. It's patient... Um, it forgives. Uh, most of the time, forgiveness is more for you that needs to do the forgiving yeah. than it is for the other person. Because maybe the other person doesn't know. Doesn't have a clue. <laughs> yep. Yep. And, Been even, there, done that. <laughs> and even if they do have a clue about what's going on, um, we should never want to hinder our growth in Christ. Um, but sometimes we let that flesh just rear up and um, we don't forgive. We, we withhold that forgiveness mm-hmm. um, to the ones that we love the most. And um, I don't want to do that. Right. I've been known for doing that. And, I, and not just, you know, friendships, but in relationships with family or whatever. I don't want to do that anymore yeah. because I feel like th- that's going to be a strong hindrance in my relationship with Christ, if I withheld, withhold that from someone else that I love. Mm-hmm. Um, our flesh does not want to forgive, but forgiveness forces us to face the truth that um, God desires us to understand. People cannot be for us what only he can be. Have you ever found that this is the way I am um, in my um, relationships and even with Tom? Okay, but I know we're talking about friendship, but I think that you can apply this to any relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, When you expect people to behave as Christ would behave, because he's a gentleman, um, in every situation, you're expecting people to be what only God can be for you. Um, I... I can't, I want you to love me, Renee, but I can't force you to love me the way that Christ loves me. Right. Um, And I shouldn't expect that. We don't have it in us. No, we don't. We don't. So we set ourselves up for failure. We set our friends up for failure when we expect them to be what only God can be for Mm -hmm. us. Um, We're just sad people. (laughs) Just sad, sad. We learn um, so much in the times when growth requires us to forgive our friends. I know that I have learned a lot about myself. Um, There's a a humbling, you know, um, saying, Lord, I want to be what you want me to be. I will do whatever it takes. If it makes means that I have to eat my words, if it means I have to be, you know, humble, whatever, whatever it is, I want to be what you want me to be. And we should desire to want to be that for our, the people that we love. Mm-hmm. In Proverbs 27, 6, faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Um, this is... Um, what we were talking about, what right. you, you were just talking about. And um, even when I would rather have you be truthful with me about something um, for the sake of, one, me knowing what God wants of me, um, two, me knowing that you care about me no matter what, you mm-hmm. know, and you want what's best for me. I would rather be hurt and have that wound from you than to have someone um Puff me up, right? Falsely, mm-hmm. um, it may sound all good for a while that puffing up, um, but it's not going to end really well. No. And 
they the, won't last. <laughs> no, and the wounds will hurt. I think the wounds will hurt um, for a little bit, but the end result is going to be right. be better. So it's kind of flip flops mm-hmm. there. Um, so it, it has God's standard. It's patient. It forgives. Um, it defends. Uh, John fifteen thirteen. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. I really, you know, have struggled with that verse. Not really struggled with it, but learned, I've learned so much about that verse um, just even over in the last year. You know, learning um, what laying down your life actually means, means that um, um, what you think you deserve, you don't, you know, you lay that down and say, what's best for you? It could mean defending, actually defending someone, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so I think that you had brought up something about um, Saul and Jonathan yes. and, and David. Um, well, I haven't brought it up yet, but yes, okay. I well, will. Well, you had brought it up. <laughs> I will. In your writings. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, Ecclesiastes 4.12, and if one prevail against him, two shall withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Broken. Um, she, when you're talking about defending the ones that you love, your friends, your friends, she may not realize that you're the only one that's fighting for her at the time um, that something's going on in her life. Um, she may not realize your value. In this relationship, um, you need to defend her anyways. Mm-hmm. We should always be um, willing to defend um, our friends no matter what and want what God wants for them and expect the best of them. You right. know, I don't know. That's just kind of, you know, that kind of hit home for me. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're going to um, share in others' victories, we should be willing to put the footwork in. Right. Of getting to those victories mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it seeks God's standard. It's patient. It forgives. It defends. And it sacrifices. Uh, six, uh, Galatians 6 2, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. I think this kind of aligns with patience. Sometimes you have to carry your friend. Hmm. Yeah. A little heavy. I'm a little heavy, so <laughs> I don't want you to have to do that. Plus, I'm taller than you, so if I have to ride on your back, you I may just weigh you down. You know, maybe you just too just dragging my toes. Put the little jab in there. I'm taller than you, <laughs> didn't you? <laughs> what happened? I have to build myself up. I gotta build myself up. Don't expect me to be for you, I'm Renee. The, what I'm only the, got you I'm the be. little short person. Okay. <laughs> Just call me Zacchaeus. I, uh, <laughs> I love you short. I love you short. Uh, that's I, good because I can't grow. I, <laughs> do well, lo- I can grow tell this me you way, love me tall. Yes. Tell me you love me tall. Yes. <laughs> build me up. Build me up. <laughs> um, sometimes carrying your friend um, feels like you're wasting your time. But that time is God's and not your own. I think that that's what that comes with the selfishness. 
You know, we think that if we're doing something, if we're, if we're carrying our friend through this time, we've had many things that have happened in our church that have been devastating um, for the ones that we love here. And we've Mm -hmm. had to all carry that burden um, for, for our friends, our loved ones. Um, And sometimes it feels like we're just wasting our time, um, but we're not, it's not, it's not our time. It's God's Mm -hmm. time. Exactly. I remember um, Chucky. Mm. Do you remember? I, I, it used to be so heavy on our heart. It was heavy on our hearts for so long. And I believe it still is um, to a certain extent, but I felt like um, we were never going to come out of it. That's what I felt like. We were never, ever going to come out of it. And then one day, like that song that Dar- Darren sings, the sun, sun shone through again, maybe just a little right, bit. Right, right. Um, but during that whole time that we were um, we were mourning for this person and we're mourning for Charles and we're mourning for Velvet and we're mourning for everyone around and ourselves, you know, mourning, we sometimes feel like this is never, it's not that it was a waste of time. It was just never going to be. And it, right. That's not our time. That's God's time, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know. I think that that's we we have a tendency to forget that. Um, this this may be a season when you must carry more weight in the friendship. So there are some times when I'm going to have to carry more weight in the friendship. There are going to be some times when you're going to have to carry more weight. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'm not going to be able to do any more than what I'm possibly doing. And there's going to be sometimes when you're not going to be any more than what, do be able to do any more than what you're possibly doing. We need to adjust our expectations of each other. Yeah. So it biblical friendship, um, it seeks God's standard. It's patient. It forgives. It defends. It sacrifices. And then it displays. Um, this is going to get into what we uh, talked about a little bit ago. Um, everyone is watching you, especially if they know that you're a Christian. They want to know we are different. Why you're different. They want to know why we're different. Yeah. Why, um, if someone that is is watching you, is watching us, watching our friendship, why are they ever going to want something that we have if it doesn't look and it doesn't behave itself differently than what they've known in the world. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't blame someone for not right. wanting that. I just wouldn't. Um, I find it funny that we expect our children and grandchildren to behave certain ways when we don't practice what we preach. Isn't that the funniest yeah. thing? And we're all Sad guilty. at the same time. <laughs> I know. We're all guilty of it, though. <clears throat> all guilty. Um, one of my favorite verses, Proverbs twenty seven seventeen, um, is the one that we um, talked about earlier. Iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And we read that verse and we think that it means that I get with you and you get with me and we share our experiences and what God has shown us and we pray together and we do devotions together. We, we, you know, we go to church together, we go to revivals together, we do all of that. And that sharpens us into what God would have us to be. So we read that verse and that's kind of what we think. Okay. And that's true. But it says, 
sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. And I got to thinking, what does that mean? Uh, Your countenance is your look or how you look. We are called to play a huge part in sharpening how our friend looks. Mm. Um, Sometimes that requires gentle guidance. Um, Sometimes good counsel. Sometimes loving all over them. And sometimes correction. Mm -hmm. That's what we talked about. Um, Everyone wants the first part. (laughs) It's Um, easier. (laughs) And it, yeah, it seems that no one wants the last part. No. But that's, you know, you have to have them both. There has to be a balance there. There has to be a balance of gentle guidance and good counsel, love, and then correction. Right. There has to be that. Um, because if not, then you get stuck in that whole balance of um, mercy and truth. Well, that's exactly how your friendship is with the Lord. It was supposed to be with the Lord, mm-hmm. right? You're supposed to have the gentle guidance the good counsel from him. He loves on us and then he corrects us. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah. And we should be able to God, because we talked before about how um, I'm going to be what I am supposed to be. That's what I need to focus on. And then I'm going to trust that God's going to change me and God's going to change you to make whatever we have be what he wants it it to be. Okay. Um, So if that's true, and I believe that it is. If in our friendship, I want to be, I want it to be perfect. I want it to feel what it's supposed to feel like. There has to be correction in there mm-hmm. at some point. You can't get through a relationship without there uh, being some kind of correction here and there. Right. Um, and I just think that it, we'll we'll crave that. Just as a child, they they think they want what they want all the time, mm-hmm. you know, but they really do want that guidance and that correction. Right. Um, that's just the way God's designed us. Our desire, deep, deep down desire should be for our friends to be what God wants them to be. That should be, it shouldn't be anything about pride. It shouldn't be anything about being selfish. I, my desire for you should be for you to be what God wants you to be. Mm-hmm. And I do. I want that. I'm not perfect at it, but that's what I want. And when you start viewing people in the light of what God wants them to be, that'll change your relationships. It'll it'll change your own life. Um, We should want them to be what God wants them to be, not what would benefit us the most, not what we think they should be, not living up to our standards, only what God wants them to be. And this requires dedication um, to seeking his face, his face to prevent our own ideas about what people should be to creep in. So it should not matter. Um, I need to be in prayer so I don't let what my prideful self wants of you. I should be in prayer about him showing me what's going to be most pleasing to him, what I need to be for you for you to be most pleasing to him. I think that's the issue or I would say problem on some relationships is basically I want you to be what I want you to be yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. and leave God out of it. You know, it's, Do you, have you ever gotten something that um, you thought you wanted um, and, and then all of a sudden you felt icky about it? Yeah. Like a chocolate cake or something. Or? <laughs> kind of like that. 
<laughs> kind of like that. Like, oh man, it just yeah. looks so good. And after you eat it, you're like, oh, uh-huh. I, I shouldn't. <laughs> I have a craving for a pop tart. I'm gonna eat both of these. Now I'm gonna get two packets out. All of a sudden, I'm feeling real yeah. icky. But I've done that. I have asked for something. I've wanted something, and then I, when I finally got it, I was like, "This doesn't make me yeah. feel very good." You know, yeah. I don't, I don't feel very, and I, and the, I don't want that. I think that's manipulation, and I don't, I don't like that. Um, and I know that if together we, you and I, we're being what God wants us mm-hmm. to be, there is. There's not going to be any kind of icky feeling about that. We're all going to we're going to feel right. good about the direction that we're mm-hmm. going. So when I think of friends in the Bible, I was when we talked about this, this was the ones that stood out to me is Jonathan and David. They were true and loyal friends and loved each other as themselves. So as Saul, Jonathan's Jonathan. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I got you just it. Just go laugh at me, right? Nope. Okay. Saul, who is Jonathan's father, I got it that time, was yeah. seeking to kill David. Yeah. So Jonathan let David know what his father was trying to do every time and stay ahead of his father to save David's life. Yeah. So Jonathan saved David's life and also gave up the throne since Jonathan was next in line to help out his friend. So their friendship was more important than anything in this world, and it was proven with action and not just words. Yes. And also, <clears throat> like, like it was above blood. Yes. You know, um, Jonathan's, you know, everything that he did went against what we hear today. Blood's thicker than water. You know, that's that, not that's not that what saying has been on my mind for the last probably month or month and a half. It is so false. I know <laughs> it's playing out in my life. I know. Yeah, it, it's just false. Yeah. So I we agree won't go with any that. farther with that. Yep. I agree with that 100 <laughs> percent. I've learned that. Um, I think once you come to terms with the fact that blood's thicker than water isn't always the case and right. it's not it's not the standard that God has, um, it it opens up a whole new world for you where you're yeah. just like, well, I don't have to live within that standard. Yeah. And then you start seeing the people that God's placed in your life for who they are. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. I am thankful for the friendships that I have because growing up. I didn't feel like I needed any friends. But as I get older, of course, I realize how precious they are. Um, I'm one of those who always had walls up, not letting anyone in. But while doing this, I was only hurting myself and missing out on so much that God had for me and a friend, Um, even like in school. I mean, I had friends. Yeah. But they really weren't my they really weren't my friends, you know. But thankfully, with God's help. I'm not like that anymore. I have friends. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> it wasn't until God brought Chrissy to the church that I had my first real good friend. I got a plug. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> we hit it off from day one and started hanging out all the time. Yeah, we were together. I mean, all the time. All the time. Now, we had some rocky times, yep. but through these, we've grown closer enough, you know, each passing year. And I absolutely love that our kids are married and we share some precious grandbabies together. Yes, me too. So... Um, so back going into what you were talking about, I didn't have many friends in school either. Mm -hmm. You know, I, um, not friends, friends that you would say. Um, but I think coming here, um, and like you said, we were together, you know, all the time and we have had our every weekend and And we're going to have more Rocky times. Oh yeah. It's just the way it's going to be. Um, but when you have a commitment to someone, it's like your marriage, like when things get Rocky, not that, um, not that God is 
any cause for any, you know, rockiness. But when things get rocky in my life, do I cut and run? Do I walk away from God? Um, In my marriage, do I cut and run when things get rocky? You know, I I don't do that. That's the world standard. I know. And that's what that's what people (laughs) don't understand. We we have come so far away from human beings that, you know, Christian human beings that we're not willing to just stick it out. You know what I'm saying? We're not willing to just be real. Um, We and I think it's not it's pride, but it's more of I'm afraid for you to know me. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm afraid for you to know me. So I feel like if you know me, you're going to reject me. We're, we have a fear of rejection. Right. Um, and I think that we just have to come to a point where um, not that you have to be completely um, open with every person that you meet, but you have to have those people that you at least start to build those relationships mm-hmm. with. I'm going to let you in. I'm going to let you know this about me. Um and your what you're going to do with that information is you're going to take it to God and say, I need you to show me what I need to be for Chrissy. And I mm-hmm. need to go to God and say, I need you to show me what to be for Renee. Not what I think I should be, right. but what you want me to be right. above <clears throat> everything else. <clears throat> there are actually four of us ladies yeah. that go on a girl's trip together. We have such a good time. <laughs> and I think we've kind of got a great bond going yeah. on and um, are pretty close. We actually have a group text that yeah, goes on every it. day. And sometimes it's funny things we send back and forth. Sometimes it's prayer requests. Yeah. Sometimes it's an encouragement we pass along. But the point is you can have more than one friend. Yes, you can. I mean, you got to be careful. But on that same note, with having more than one friend, there are different levels. I think, I mean, I don't know how you think about it. I think there's different levels. I agree. Basically, you can have a lot of friends, but you aren't as close to some of them as you are others to where like you would tell everything to. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, or there may be some you will go on a vacation with. Yep. And there's some, you may not want to go on vacation with everybody. And there's some that you wouldn't. (laughs) It's not that you don't like that person. You're friends with them, but you're just not comfortable going on a vacation with them, you know? So my closing thought was basically most of all, I am thankful that I have Jesus as a friend. Um, I can depend on him, you know, and I can depend on my other friends, but they do have their own lives. Mm Mm-hmm. They can't always be there, but I know I can always depend on Jesus and Mm -hmm. that he will always be there for me. So it's important to have friends, but it's more important to have Jesus as your friend. Yep. I agree. And that goes back to not expecting your friends to be what only God can be for you because um, that just gets us into trouble. And I don't want the You're not God. So why would I put the expectations of God on you? Why would I do that? Um, And that's what that, you know, back up where we were talking about earlier, adjust your expectations of your friend. If um, they're not meeting your expectations, sometimes you have to adjust them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's your expectations that are too high. Right. Sometimes it's, Lord, this is my expectation. Where do I need to adjust? And if I need to adjust, show me. And if she needs to rise up, show her, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it could, it could be something that I need. Maybe it's something that you do. Maybe you have a need. You have a need of me. It's not the time to get um, upset and angry about it. It's the time to take it to God. That's what mm-hmm. he's there for. Right. That's why he's a friend that sticks closer. Than no, most of the time we want to lash out. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah, and we're never gonna. We're never going to um, completely stop doing that. Right. I don't think. Right. Um, 
I mean, we're going to get better at it. I believe that the closer you get to Christ, the more you, um, the more sanctified you become. <laughs> um, I think what's awesome about having friends, oops, having friends is showing, I mean, if, if they know you're Christians and we're out and about like the four of us per se, mm-hmm. we go to Amish country. Yeah. We can sit and laugh. Listen. You know, people's thinking, what in the world? but Christian people have fun. I guess that's what aggravates me about this whole thing is people think if I'm a Christian, I can't have any fun anymore. Yeah. There's too much of this and too much of that I have to do and blah, blah. That's so false. Yeah. I mean, we can have just, of course we don't drink and cuss and, you know, yeah. and this and that and the other, but we have probably more fun yeah. than what the worldly people do. Yes. I think. I, and it's, and it's so much, um, it makes you feel good to have fun. We can fun. sit in the car and just laugh our heads off. Listen, and we've done that before. It was so fun. So fun. So Missy and Tina, if you're listening, <laughs> just remember our little car ride. This is our plug. City yeah. in its halls. Yeah. And Missy read we, the text. That's all I'm saying. Listen, and we can take death <laughs> and laugh yes. and laugh and laugh. It's kind of like that whole, um, if you're wherever in a serious, serious situation, don't look at me because <laughs> we're going to start laughing. We try not to look at each other when we're in church, right? <laughs> yeah. There's many times, many times. Yes. Yes. But. I want you to think about this. Um, I I think about this all the time. You think about Jesus and how, especially in the last three and a half years of his life, he was with 12 guys. Can you tell me for certain that they didn't laugh and joke and have a good time? Right. They Can had you to tell have. me they didn't? I have to believe if we're made in the image of him, right? Um, he's got some humor, you know. And he, mm-hmm. and there are there's actually some humor in the Bible. Yeah, you know you can you can pick it out. But well, I always said he has sense of humor anyway because he put me and Gary together. <laughs> <laughs> I, there's a lot of things that I think he has a sense of humor. Oh, I love you, honey. God sitting back <laughs> laughing at us. Um, but I. I know that he had a good time. Yeah. I know that he laughed. I know that he cut up with his friends. Uh, I've, that's I've never, them. I agree with that, yeah. but I've never really thought like, you know, when we get to heaven, we get to sit at his feet. Uh-huh. You know, is he going to, we're going to laugh. That's the thing. Yeah. We're going to laugh and it's going to be cool. as much fun as we have uh, laughing with our friends here. I think it's going to be so much better there with him and with like, we're going to have, right. we're going to have a time, right. you know? Um, so I hope that we hope that this w- was a benefit um, yeah. to everyone that was um, listening, that's listening. Um, I don't know. Where are we going to go next? I don't know. We well, we talked about, about we had, a, we had, I mean. Well, I know where we're going in December, but what? We is that December that we're going to yeah. do that? Okay. So November, I mean, it's, it's, it's turkey month. So we're going to talk about turkeys. We're going to talk about turkeys. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, I'll get my... Um, board out and we'll do a lesson and I don't know. No. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk. I'm sure it's going to be something about thankfulness. Probably. Um, but we'll yeah, see. I'm excited about December. Yes. We so. will have guests in December. Yes. And it's going to be several of them. It's going to be lots of fun. Yes, yes. I hope so. So that's all you got. I think that's all I got. Are you sure? Yep. Did you scroll? I'm through? positive. Okay. Perfect. 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 All right. Until next time. See ya. See ya.